2: The level of guest on this show <laughs> just, just continues. It even surprises me. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> how low can we go? No, it continues <laughs> to rise to such an impressive level. We're going to
1: mm. get just the bowels of the internet. You know, the dregs. Just, the dregs go, of our own company. Just go down and
2: see if anyone's begging for change. And then it was This guy. We bumped into this guy at the water
1: cooler. <laughs> and we said,
2: Is there a water cooler?
1: <laughs> and we said, hey, buddy, we know you ain't got nothing going on. Bruh, fam, you bored, right? (laughs) Come through. You
0: guys Uh, guilted me. Yeah. (laughs) You played to my most uh, sympathetic impulses. Right. And I showed up at uh, what feels like a place where sometimes they shoot pornography. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes. Sometimes. We mean right now. Uh, <laughs> ladies and
2: gentlemen, the voice you're hearing is Pablo Torre, everybody. Hey! What's
0: good, Pablo? It is uh, a pleasure in all
1: the ways to be here. Oh, seriously. Speaking of ho- pleasure, back to that point. <laughs> <run. Okay. laughs> I mean, I would say, you know, you said sometimes they film pornography here, but I would say sometimes. They do a soccer podcast here, and the <laughs> yeah. majority is pornography. <laughs> yeah. Also, also,
0: also explicit. In right.
1: Right, right. <laughs> I mean, here, our podcast is
2: just us ver- vis- verbally filleting <laughs> ourselves.
1: Uh, so same. Nobody... Cool disclosure, nice. Same. nice, very just, nice. Pablo, just... I just want to make sure... Nobody, Tur- nobody turn on a black light <laughs> yeah, yeah. in this room. Yeah, or Pablo tour <laughs> will find out. Uh, <laughs> okay, we don't need that hard-hitting, investigative journalism, okay? We, all we do is hard-hitting in here. No, journalism uh anyway yeah, speaking of <laughs> it,
3: for people who,
1: sometimes soft hitting yeah sometimes okay.
2: it's tasteful it's tasteful. everything hard hitting with
3: consent <laughs>
2: of course um let's let's talk about because this brings up a good topic your podcast probably sort finds out also here on on the metal arc, metal arc network um you're always taking people down bro you're always <laughs> you're always deep diving into stuff does it does it ever weigh on you, bro?
0: <laughs> My conscience is just racked with guilt. <laughs> what does Larsa Pippen think of me? <laughs> it
3: keeps me up at night.
1: You, how um, long is Finds out has has existed for just a couple months and has already developed so many enemies. How's it yeah, even yeah, possible? Is that a lot of ops? Yes,
0: uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is an enemy. <laughs> but, uh, okay. Marcus Jordan is an enemy. Larsa Pippen, aforementioned, is an enemy. Uh huh. Um, I think a lot of people um, who just aren't here for multi-syllable words also. (laughs) Yes. Wait, is
2: Marcus uh, the one who owns the store in Orlando, the speaker store? So damn. Trophy room. So you're not getting the trophy room Jordan 1s or whatever's
0: coming up next? By the way, the fact that you are aware of that is funny to me because I left that part out of the episode. There's a, if I can make another enemy out of Marcus Jordan again. Are you gonna talk about the
2: backdooring for that? The, the... backdooring, speaking oh, of pornographic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <Okay>. The backdooring. <laughs> um, I fell into a- Lars is ra- like, they're talking about me again! <laughs> <laughs> But it's just uh, uh, the, the backdooring of like, so. Do you know this story? I
2: don't know this story. Okay, so, so you would got a very it.
1: exclusive sneaker.
2: Okay. Trophy room is a store, obviously the kid of, Michael Jordan's kid owns it. He uh-huh. gets,
0: he has, he has a plug it turns yeah. out. Yeah. That's all right.
2: right. So he gets to do a collab. On a Jordan. Okay. It becomes one of the most highly sought-after Jordans. And then, as this sometimes happened, let's say there was a cool Again Jordan that was coming out, maybe one or two would find its way out the back door. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Or out, out of a truck, and then they'd be posted online. Stock be like, triple X. Yeah, yeah, you know I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? We're going to keep this going the whole episode. But Whoa. in this case, I don't remember the number, but it was like, Hundreds of sneakers ah, okay. were found out. So backdooring <laughs> is when you know someone at the company gotcha. that can give it to you, so you you circumvent the uh, the auction got or it, the, got it, got it. the the lottery.
0: Yeah. So he was a villain in the world of sneaker reselling, um, yeah. in ways that I did not appreciate. As a reformed uh, sneaker uh, <laughs> addict myself, um, I was I was reminded as to what it's like if. Michael Jordan's son was also allegedly a scammer.
3: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. And this pissed off. So many people, and he still had to answer it to this day.
0: Yeah. And I was so, shocked you didn't bring it up. So so uh, fair to criticize my journalism immediately. I <laughs> this. Um, I was just shocked because it seems such like a, no, a, my a comments, topic with so the, much. The comment. So there was a lot that I had to leave out of that episode. And it is funny that like the episode in which we for people who aren't familiar with uh my journalism, um, we did an episode about Marcus Jordan and Lars Pippen uh falling in love. Mm-hmm. Two crazy kids in a mixed up world uh, who it. happened to You be, know from
2: the names though, it's so like <laughs> Players. It's the former wife and the son, uh, former wife of Scotty Pippen and the son of Common Yeah, yes. absolutely. It's Romeo and Juliet
0: yeah. if it took place in another unreleased episode of The Last Dance. Right. Um, and if Juliet
1: was a MILF. Uh, <laughs> but still had it. But- <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You guys
0: could have been helpful on this episode. Now. Right. The you need you consulting. You we're always here. I do
2: love the fact that you're like, which way should we go with this? Let's talk about the <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, So um, they agreed to come on the show. So yeah. we did, they have a podcast, shout out to their podcast, Separation Anxiety. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I should plug their show. Um, we listened to all of it and we did like a deep textual analysis of it in which we mostly laughed. At its absurdity, and then we invited them to come on the show, and they agreed. Yeah, it, and which seemed very cordial. You guys, it right. w- yeah. so I thought it was cordial. I was of the impression that we gave them space and uh, a wide berth to sort of discuss potentially a wide berth. you yeah, right. want to have kids yeah. by him at some point? Um, so all of that, I was like, great. This feels like a thing where I found out a lot that I didn't expect to know, like how. There actually is uh, a sincerity to their love. There is. Yeah. Uh, I'm not here to say I that. I believe it too. Yeah, Yeah, you listen to them and you're like, they are spending so much time together that if they were faking this, they are the greatest method actors. 100%. Planet. <laughs> At this point. At early this point. on,
2: you're like, well, oh, come on. And now you're like, oh, all right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And so
0: we met them, we got along, and then uh, weeks later, I guess, there's a headline in the New York Post in which Lars Pippen had called me miserable. Um which I thought was um on some level deep inside. Um, very cutting.
2: <laughs> you thought she was spot on?
1: Yeah, I was like, hmm.
0: damn. How, how are you
1: in my damn. conscience? Damn. Uh,
0: but beyond that, I was like, Oh, I thought I thought I thought I was gonna be invited to the wedding. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> and now it seems clear that I am uh, I'm shadow banned.
1: Right. right. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, uh, I guess the context of it was that there was conversation after the interview was over that they didn't like. We did a post-mortem, in which we discussed what we learned.
0: Yeah. And we, well, okay, it was- An epilogue, it's a Yeah, but it was also like, and and in the run up to it, like what we did was we said, here's how we authentically feel about this. Yeah. It feels like Marcus Jordan to us, based on uh, my own reporting and listening to uh, to, to their podcast, uh, was somebody who was always trying to get the attention of his dad. Yeah. And this is not a surprise to anybody who's ever um, heard Michael Jordan say anything, right? That that guy is not exactly um, somebody who is deeply invested maybe in the interior lives of his children. He went into the Hall of Fame and on the dais famously said that he didn't, Want to be his own kids because that seems hard. Yeah. Um, he also
2: cooked the guy who beat him in high school. Yes. He was just he invited the guy and cooked. I mean, this is a correct. vicious human being. Yes. So he kind of roasted
0: his own kids, roasted his enemies who are you know specs relative yeah. to him. And then he, he also, flew
2: the men to cook them.
0: He <laughs> flew a man to uh, to the Hall of Fame um, in Springfield, Massachusetts. And then he also As complained. As if it could
2: get worse. It was in Massachusetts, <laughs> correct?
0: Um, and he also complained about how they raised the ticket prices on him because he's Michael Jordan, and now he has to pay even more to get these people he hates. Yeah, yeah. In the audience for this thing. So anyhow, <laughs> he's we like sort of next level hater dude connected the psychoanalysis of like what it must be like to be Michael Jordan's kid and like why look, and we're not. Dr. Freud, but we did attempt some amateur psychoanalysis of like, okay, so what's here for Marcus? What's here for Larsa? Um, And certainly beyond attention, there's also just this notion of how can they be um, the main characters in a story that they never got to be anything more than a sort of like fleeting sidekick in? And this was their way? And uh, they called me miserable because I pointed this out. I I, exactly you've yeah.
1: you've done the work you've been to, you've been to therapy a couple times and so right. they're like oh okay no we don't have to don't, make to us, don't make don't make us go to therapy by virtue of you no, having that's right. I'm
0: told parents
1: are important in therapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean you're we- you're weaponizing up. therapy speak. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you are doing. I am absolutely guilty of that. <laughs>
0: that is totally fair.
1: So stolen valor <laughs> <laughs> therapist stolen valor. So look a lot um, on the show. you know like we said up top we are. Uh, I act, I can speak for myself. I you. I don't even know. I don't know your age. I, I think we're fa- fairly similar in age. We both have very smooth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Brown skin. We're yeah. both uh, just very young Asian people. People think <laughs> yeah. I'm Asian. People. They, th- people think I'm Filipino. I have, all the time. I was gonna say I have Asian in me. Right?
2: Uh, right now. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can zoom in on me going, No. This is the guy. my love. Uh, <laughs> Get off of Pablo staff.
0: For those who are just listening to this I'm using Christian, his microphone. What made, are the problem is,
1: is that you started the show with making a porn joke and now that, that's that, the game. The next forty five minutes, uh, that will be I brought weaved this, in. This I brought is your this. own, own understanding. I, I I lubricated yeah. all. of
2: this. Larsa <laughs> was hundred percent right in back to
1: Uh
2: I have, I have a, some Asian heritage. What do you got? He doesn't. What do you got? Uh, it turns out my great-grandfather found this out when my grandmother was going through dementia. My great-grandfather, Chinese. Whoa. A lot of Chinese okay.
0: people in Cuba. Love to find a secret about my ancestry through dementia. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> I found out my grandfather had a dog, and we're like, oh, we didn't know that. And he goes, yeah, we had to go to the doctor and take care of it. And we were like, oh, because he got sick? And my mom's like, no, no, he went to the doctor and got poisoned. To kill the dog, we were like, "What? We're like this is what you did he in Cuba?" Meant, when the
1: dog got old, I'm like, he he "This meant, is why you it don't share." It was a this different time, yeah. Right. But take care of it like it's mafia style. To kill it. it. ma- take care of it. You put a hand on your own dog, <laughs> you take care. That's the, that's how I was raised. No loyalty, only money. Uh. I remember my grandfather in
2: his deathbed saying, "Fuck bitches, get money." And I said, "Wow, I'm wearing weird. Like, uh, I didn't even know you knew English." Uh, no, I, I have. I'm part Chinese, a very small part. But I love I'm Part it. Chinese. He's not everyone thinks this dude is yeah. like,
1: uh Hawaiian,
3: yep. Filipino, yep.
1: Polynesian.
3: Yep. I
2: get it all the time.
1: All it. Uh, it, it it usually always depends what part of the country I'm in which where people guess sort of like what what Asian their type of used to seeing <laughs> yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um but uh no, I I've been uh, such a huge fan of you and it feels like uh weird cuz I, I we're kind of in similar in age yeah. that where I feel like I grew up watching you. That I know it makes people feel old when you, you say that, man.
2: He said it like it was accusatory.
1: <laughs> but I, I, How I, dare you make me watch? But I grew up with uh, around the horn and, and PTI and and just watching you on ESPN for so long that you feel like like just having you at this table with us is just like Crazy. oh, it's one of my cousins. I just wish came I could mute you. Right yes, <laughs>
0: um, I have long been um, so I started doing TV on ESPN. Um, I got hired at ESPN in twenty twelve. Yeah. And it is twenty twenty fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> 2024. Um, so for a dozen years, I have been uh ethnically confused as well for mm-hmm. right, right. other things mm. on television. And what I've learned as people are like, why does this why does this Chinese guy have a Mexican name? Yeah. And vice versa, on, on on Twitter and in the street sometimes. Yeah. Um, what I've learned is that uh, I think this table, all three of us, are just going to be what like all of planet earth looks like in like Five hundred years. Without yeah, hundred percent. Going to get all, all mixed up together, and it'll come out looking like this. Words yeah,
2: for people who are. <laughs> I know I confuse people. Preview. Like, if I go to a Spanish bodega, they're like, if I go to a Yemeni bodega, there's a lot of Yemeni bodegas by me. They'll be like Habibi. When I walk in. And if I go to the Dominican spot, they're like, "It's un habibi. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) They're they're
1: they're also not sure. They're always certain it's habibi. And I'm like, oh yeah, (laughs) get
2: out They're like, hey, hermano. And they try to give me shots from behind the the counter. It's a lot of fun, bodegas. But yeah, we're all kind of like ambiguous. No one knows who we are. But a lot of people must just assume you're Latino.
0: Of course, all the time. Yeah. And it doesn't help. I mean, my name is fucking Pablo Torre. Like, it's really hard for me to be like indignant. Yeah, yeah. you should
2: just carry like a pandesal with you everywhere you go. So here's
0: the trick. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, exactly.
2: It doesn't help though when
0: pandesal is Filipino bread. And like, and, and it literally is Spanish. Yeah. So like yeah. Spanish nouns are all over Tagalog, which is the main dialect the of the days The of the week are the same as in Spanish. Yeah, fork yeah. is tenedor, like all yeah. of this shit. Yeah. And it doesn't help also that um, I took Spanish in high school and college. And so I can speak shitty Spanish. Yeah. And so I can begin to hold a conversation that I then find myself feeling like uh, you know, wily e. coyote during where I'm just like, yeah. I got okay. <laughs> now we've reached the point where I'm about to fall into this canyon. Yeah, you're like and I, I got just, nothing.
2: I just feel like at some point you just got to if someone says are you Mexican, you just be like, "See, <laughs> and just own it for the rest of the company. we all uh, we, <laughs> oh, <this> is. Is. <laughs>
3: we all have the
1: same colonizer so it bonds That's right. us yeah, yeah. That's right. uh, uh, or whatever but this is the, the thing that I, I think why why it always resonated just watching you on TV is that there's a there's a little bit of like you know I don't see many people in this space that look like that and are also not only you know not only just doing a great job at their job but the the nature of like around the horn which is like inherently competitive.
0: Yeah. Taking
1: sports journalism and saying, "All right, battle it out, folks." And Look, we're not nerds only. We also <laughs> can compete. We can also ruin democracy <laughs> yeah. by inspiring so,
0: competitive talk show so yeah. arguments.
1: So I, I, much. I have a couple questions, just a, a, the nature of like around, around the horn, because I I love the the the, uh, the point aspect and who knows what points matter and and who uh, what uh, the value of anything. But there must be some joy in winning, right? Yeah. And I don't know. I, look, I'm not accusing anything. I'm not. I don't. I don't think it's predetermined. I think it's all random. Oh, calling them w- WWE. <laughs> what are you I'm doing? Just saying, WWE. How ESPN you? Is I'm what just saying. saying. <laughs> is that the, the the final the final segment when the winner gets there, yes. gets the podium, and gets yep. to speak? Facetime. It, it it feels. I'm like, how do they nail it so perfectly all the time? You know. So that's why in my mind, I'm like. Is it, did they rehearse that? Is there a teleprompter? Is or are it, there like three people with ending monologues that they don't get to use?
2: Right, right. right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so you don't even, you don't have to give the game away if that's the case. No, no, but, no.
0: It, it's, it's something that we all take pride in, I think, because the thing we hate the most as people who do that show is when we gotta retape something because somebody fucked up. <laughs> okay. uh, because it is taped, but it's live to tape. Yeah, and yeah. so the premise of like, what we're really, as much as it is, and, and to be clear, I am winning for me. I'm winning for the ability to have 30 seconds unencumbered that I can just say whatever, I mean, within reason. Yeah. 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 What I, whatever I want. Thank God you didn't become a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I get to talk by myself.
1: <laughs> 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 Every show would be an hour whether
0: you, Senator Fred Straight up, straight up.
1: Yeah. Uh, Tony giving you yeah. the reality, yeah. giving you the light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Just deeply masturbatory um, in all of those ways. Um, but it, in this case, um, it's also just the pressure of, we have we've had we, we have a clean sheet you know we're like oh we're like no mistakes we're rolling like don't mess this up for everybody else right right yeah. <laughs> and so i think there is the pressure comes from that Gotcha. Of like i don't want to be the guy who's forcing everybody to stay late today because gotcha. he could not articulate his take on why
1: japanese toilets are superior <laughs> in the allotted 30 seconds
2: they really are they right? really
1: are i i went to japan a couple years ago in 2019 and uh, i mean just the Everything about the experience of going into it's a lot future. of buttons. It's a lot of buttons. You don't think there's gonna be buttons. There's buttons.
0: There are so many buttons. <laughs> yeah, um, it sings to you. Yeah, some of them. Mm-hmm.
2: And the plastic cladding is is like, uh, am I allowed to sit on this? Is he gonna <laughs> eat me if I sit on this
0: thing? <laughs> and it's warm. Yeah. 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 I got it. So I, I, this is a real FaceTime I gave, but it was I got a Japanese toilet seat, um, like a bidet at attachment at, at, yeah, at yeah, home. Yeah. Um, shout out to Toto. I am still. Holding out for a sponsorship um, I do want that Asian in, my, in that area um, and it's it's look I have a couple of basic theories it's about how I spend my own hard-earned money from sports gas bagging right um, the things that I use the most, my couch that I sit on every day um, I, I got a nice couch this toilet man it just makes my life easier right. and better and I just want to appeal directly work <laughs> with cameras
3: this all one. the cameras <laughs>
0: um get a stream of water shot into your butt <laughs> <laughs> and thank me later i think that's the clip.
2: that's a clip <laughs> yeah, the yeah show. with zero
0: context uh, everything else stand by out. it I, you,
2: you by also, the way taku sando an incredible sandwich shop in greenpoint has a japanese toilet in the so bathroom so the
0: restaurants that have this i i could not be more impressed
2: it's but it's a japanese spot they make the milk bread themselves it's mm. absolutely incredible i walk in the bathroom i said oh they did the whole thing they went. They went. They went the extra mile. Yeah, they
0: cut off the crust. Yeah, and they put those different pressures. Yes, just as you like them. I can't understand what mm. any
2: of the buttons on there. I got to use Google <laughs> Translate. It is
0: dangerous. Yeah, sometimes you sort of like. Press the wrong button, and it's like, Oh, this is the ladies' button, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'm okay. being sprayed in the wrong area, <laughs> and yet I'm enjoying yeah, yeah. it, yeah, yeah. But you know what? Could have also used a little cleaner, <laughs> <laughs> okay?
2: So,
3: so Who's when, when? <laughs> I, don't know.
2: I don't know what to do with this tampon, it just shot at me, <laughs> but the rest of it, I'm okay with. You use it to... <laughs> in, uh, in, uh... is this the dumbest show you've ever done no, like
1: this someone is someone who graduated from Harvard? This is squarely inside of my interests, honestly. <laughs> Perfect. So, like, you use the word uh gas bagging yeah and uh, when you were just speaking there it's uh, obviously a levitard on brand uh for the levitard and friends network um i so we've done levitard chastise as well (laughs) (laughs) I remember as a listener and i think a fill-in host
0: when you guys would join the show dan's show and when i was listening to it
1: um how has that been Okay, this is great. Uh, this, let's air it out, all yeah, right? right, right, right. I, uh, please. Because this has been a, a topic of conversation with a couple people at, at Metal because some people uh, listened to it. Some people were in the room when it happened. Um, some people were complicit. <laughs> <laughs> so we've done Levatar Show twice one when you were guest hosting, yes. and then one when uh, Dan was there. And we were talking about the uh, Women's World Cup. And all the kind of controversy with the US National team. And when uh
2: And w- to give some background, I think we were both very excited to be on the show. It's, Finally it is, with Dave. It is an honor.
1: For multiple
2: reasons. I think just career-wise, it was important for Christian and I, but also yeah. Cuban American, yeah, yeah, Cuban American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. Christian was very excited. When Christian gets excited, you could see it, you could feel it. Bro. He's, al-
1: he's also kind of our boss.
3: Without yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: a doubt. Yeah, a little bit. So, a little bit. I yeah. didn't realize I was walking into a performance review. But- <laughs> I, I thought I was just there to talk about soccer and stuff. But that, the, the term gas bag came up. I'm, I go on this long-winded uh, speech or diatribe. You were yipping on that episode, to be honest. But be- because because Dan threw out the question about, you know, uh, you know it's, essentially like the U.S. Women's National Team kind of riling up people and getting people upset to by... To give some context, he, you, he asked the question. You started talking... Dan walked off set and then came back and you were still answering.
2: <laughs> 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 but this, but it was a
1: serious issue because, you know, Rapino was getting yeah, uh, yeah, uh, criticized yeah, yeah. and all that stuff. Layers and, to that. And then his response after he walked back in from, while you're talking from the bidet that he just used. <laughs> the Japanese throw off camera. You would think it would be calmer.
3: God, God bless uh, that yeah. specific bidet. <laughs> he
2: was just holding a tampon like, what am I supposed to <laughs> do? <laughs> I gotta figure out these buttons and, and then he said Oh Christian You're kind of a gas no, bag No he goes Alexis what's it like Working with this gas bag <laughs> I mean Which is even more Disrespectful <laughs> to Amy at me right, We're just uh, I'm just on a zoom call Trying to have a good time And Pablo You may remember this I stood I stood on business bro. <laughs> Right I stood that's right. ten toes And defended my home. Let's go yep. How'd what? that go I don't care if it's your boss Or not
1: <laughs> Nobody disrespects My podcast <laughs> But you As someone who was Also called the gas bag Yes um, I guess, you know, how, how, how do you handle it? That is a show. We can say this
0: now. In, in, you know, enough time has passed. We can be truthful about what it's really like to go on Dan's show. Um, they're bullies. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So, no, but in, in a way that, like, part of – it's just weird. So I, I see it all through the lens of, like, me explaining to my mom, like, okay, so um, I'm going to give up Disney healthcare to work for the man – who made fun of the fact that my wedding had a black tie dress code <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. before
0: it happened? That he was invited. To it. <laughs> and it was like this asshole.
3: Like I remember the first. What well, was th-
0: he upset that you didn't write flat brims optional? <laughs> <laughs>
2: What was he upset
0: about? <laughs> of all people judging,
1: how uh,
2: people dress. Yeah. Good
0: God. He said, do not serve this man. It was yeah. a generic picture of a guy dressed like a skateboarder. Yeah. Right, right. And Dan was very offended. There's just
2: someone dropping an Amex black card at a Miami wearing, wearing tchotchke a- store. <laughs> wearing in the finest bowling shirt. Yeah. <laughs> the V-neck bowling shirt. Where'd you find it, Dan?
0: Dan uh, is dressing better lately because yeah. I think he has now been bullied sufficiently yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this is part of, of, <laughs> it's part being of me. who he is. Yeah. Um, but uh, I remember the first time I ever went on, I think it was, yeah, I was doing, I was working at ESPN the magazine. Dan was at ESPN hosting the show, um, still at the mothership. And I was doing a profile of Canelo Alvarez for ESPN the magazine. Mm-hmm. And it was the Floyd Canelo fight. And so another writer had Floyd Mayweather, and I had Canelo. And we were going to do for the magazine like these two sort of like alternate covers. And so we were on assignment together covering two different camps, and Dan decided to have us both on simultaneously, and he was alternating between us, me and Tim Kewen, who's a great writer, really good writer for ESPN the Magazine. And Tim, his question for both of us was like, give me the five most interesting things in your story. Damn. <laughs> and Tim, I'll remind you, is covering Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. I'm covering Canelo. Yeah. We've established I don't really speak Spanish. Right. <laughs> he doesn't really like speaking in general. And so Tim is coming at, he's coming at the show with all of these great stories and nuggets. And I got nothing. And I realized, <laughs> oh, like, Dan. You're he's,
2: he's a redhead. Yeah.
0: Uh, Did you know that there are redheaded Mexicans? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. I, I said that five times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was there to be put in the dunk tank. And I was just like, oh, that's what this show is yeah. like. Yeah. I'm not being set up to succeed. <laughs> he's testing me. We're fodder. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are merely... Toys for him, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I decided to work for that guy. Yeah. the spoiler alert end of that story? Because now you can
2: never be asked a question like that again. You're <laughs> on the show, <That's> right. as <laughs> opposed to a guest.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it was. Uh, look, I wasn't. Uh, after we were done recording, we, uh, we chatted about it, and we kind of, kind of laughed it off. Um, it's a rite of. Pa- I mean, in all it, seriousness, it is a rite of passage. I would say that
0: everybody that I am friends with. Who does that show, um, or has ever done that show? We all have a story in which we sound like the worst version of ourselves mm-hmm. because we are trying to impress Dan and a show that is mostly there to just fuck with us. Right, right. Yeah.
2: You never realize how imposing it is to have what I think thirty-five guest hosts or co-hosts <laughs> until they flip the camera there, and each of them have something they want to make fun <laughs> What is this (laughs) scenario? It's the exact opposite of a pep rally. Whatever the exact opposite of a pep rally is, is that. I was like, good God, there's so many people waiting to to shit on us. It (laughs) it is weird because
1: you go into it being like, you know, man, I've watched Dan, uh, you know, for the last... 15, 20 yes. years, yeah, look and, up like, to him.
2: and, and I'm like, like, bro, this Cuban, guy. He's also from up here. I'm like, oh, right. this is when there's not that many Cuban Americans. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a cakewalk, and it was no, no cake. <laughs> there was no cake.
1: There was no cake, sir. No, uh, there was no cake. We ran out of cake. Here's some jelly deal. <laughs> and this is the main thing. Look, it's an honor, obviously, uh, getting to uh, be a part of Arc Media and and work in this space. And and look, it, dream come true for us, right? Um, Absolutely. The, the fascinating thing is that we are comedians who love soccer. You walk into, you say the word soccer in that room, everybody's like, okay, what? All right, no, I don't know. Stugatz is just going to be, he puts, he shuts Even off Mike the Even Mike Ryan
2: F-O. Ruiz pretends he doesn't know the sport. When <laughs> know one. He's like, I don't want to be the
1: only one. You're out on all, you're out And only Mike Ruiz is a diehard soccer supporter and fan. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check.
0: Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it?
1: So, um, I, I do want to talk about soccer a little bit and your connection to the sport. Yeah. Obviously, you know, uh, working at ESPN, I imagine uh, you've been uh, uh, coerced into having to cover this Absolutely. sport from time to time. Absolutely, and, and, you know, it must be difficult and challenging. I can see the pain in your eyes
0: <laughs> when we bring up the word soccer. It's, it was a really hard time. In my
1: life. <laughs> um, so, what, in general, yeah, for what's real? your connection no. to the sport?
0: Uh, so, okay, so it starts when, so I, pl- I played, uh, like, you know, soccer on the weekends at like a little uh, Manhattan kickers. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I was
0: I was there. Um, I was there uh, playing terribly. Um, I remember uh, having braces and getting a ball kicked into my mouth. And having oh. my lips and my mouth fuse with my braces, wow. and I was like, "This mm. sport is you not think, for when, me. I, when you
1: said braces, I'm like, "Oh, he scored two goals in a yeah, game." Yeah. Yeah. Of no, braces. no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I had no.
0: braces <laughs> yeah. that uh, psychologically damaged me. <laughs> yeah. um, so there was that as my most, uh, my most vivid, visceral. Um, Did you ever ask, like, memory. are there any
2: Filipino legends in the game, and <laughs> realize no?
0: It <laughs> seemed pretty clear. Yeah, it seemed. I didn't yeah. even need to look it up. It seemed pretty clear that there weren't. Yeah. Um, but when I was at ESPN, uh, and by the way, so I should say my favorite video game of all time is FIFA. Mm, Right, right. And I say that not because I like nerd out on like, oh man, like I love, I love using uh, my favorite player. Like I'm, I I love inhabiting his his body. It's not (laughs) bad. It's just that I find it, uh, it's the best. It's really the best video game to get like, lightly stoned and play. Um, It's meditative. It's like ping pong, weirdly. just constant motion. You get into a flow state. It's the best. And multiplayer with friends is the best. Um, So that was my pretext for the assignment I got. Um, It was the Brazil World Cup. And I went to Brazil for five weeks and covered the World Cup. And I wrote columns. And I was there for uh, a long time. Um, Solo in the the era when I could just tell my then-girlfriend, now-wife, like, I'm – Gonna be in Brazil for a long time, and she was like, "This is a weird job." You're like, no, <laughs> it's the yeah. World Cup.
3: I swear,
2: uh, you could Definitely. Google it this time. This time you could Google it. Definitely. Uh, were you based in Rio, or
0: I covered? I mean, they had me flying literally every two to three days. So I went to Manaus, went to the that Amazon, was the one in like the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's I a w-
2: bus depot now. Did you know that? That, 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 that tracks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I went to, and I was booking hotels myself, which I think I was not supposed to do, but I was like on like Expedia or whatever, like booking Brazilian hotels in Manaus and Brasilia and Rio and all these places. Um, but Manaus, I remember I booked a hotel and I was like, let me see what's on the grounds of this hotel. And I walk behind the hotel and there's just a cage with a jaguar in it.
3: Mm. And like no one
0: else is around. And I'm like, I should probably just not be the only person here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Next yeah. to yeah. this. You
1: sure you weren't at the Qatar World Cup? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you sure you weren't in a Saudi princess <laughs> estate? <laughs> it was it was an amazing time though. It really sure. was. It really was. It was one of the I mean I had never been on assignment like that. And my main mandate was not to like provide. Soccer analysis. It was to like write columns about the scene and the characters, and yeah. so in that way, like as and it was for like clearly like it was my columns were meant to be for like the American audience, and so I wrote like twenty something columns and just churned out shit. And it was I I embedded with like a bunch of like England fans as they were um, I, I I so these are all people these characters that you guys know intuitively. It's like oh they're like this yeah. 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 Like I did not realize, like, oh, you guys, like this whole singing thing is real. No, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. This whole dressing up as a knight. And just, like, celebrating the sadomasochism of what it's like to be the place where uh, football is never coming home. I'm yeah. just like, yes, now I get this. This is a great story. So just finding stuff like that. I mean, it was it was a total delight, and I retained zero soccer knowledge on the back end.
2: I was going to say, it seemed like you really kind of got a chance to understand the story. I was immersed.
0: I was immersed, and um, I wish I could say that um, I had more, like, analytical expertise as a result of watching that much soccer. But no. Is he hanging I, out with drunk Brits? Absolutely. <laughs> and like trying to figure out is that Rihanna? <laughs> and it was at the final. I was Amazing. like, no. Yeah. There's, I there's... sat next to a guy. I sat next to a guy. This is speaking of the Hispanic Latino diaspora. I sat next to a dude um, at the World Cup final who worked for ESPN Brazil. Okay. His name was Pablo Torres. <laughs> <Love> Whoa. <laughs> and we only realized this like maybe like. A quarter of the way in, yeah, and it was just like, "What are the odds?" <laughs> yeah, man. Statistically, it turns out a lot higher than I realized. Yeah, I was
2: gonna say there's like a billion of both of you. Know?
1: <laughs> there's a player uh, that plays... his
2: name was also John Smith. <laughs> <laughs> believe that.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, uh, who plays for Hidona Now I believe yes. you know, Pablo Torre.
0: Pablo, yeah, Torre. So that's that's an episode that I am working on. Okay. Um, to to be a little coy about it. Um, Cause I don't know how I feel about him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, yes. it all. I guess we're Fuck. gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see this, That's right? That's so right. the the doing that job, you know, I look us as you know, I guess experts in in the game. Even though you know, some people may not consider us. I consider you guys experts. Thank in, you. In, in a very unironic, sincere way. <laughs> no, <laughs> we you. we are deeply embedded uh, in the game, and and it is, you know, just like some journalists are watching. Uh, A couple different sports a day, certain games. Like the NFL playoffs, I'm like, if I might catch six, seven minutes of it, I'm like, oh, I see Jason Kelsey taking off his shirt. I'm like, okay, let me tune in. I guess something's going on over there. Um, But with soccer, it is always on. I'm always looking. The the FOP MOB app is always open. I'm like, what game is going on? Always paying attention to it. My
2: wife is like, another game? It's just constantly. (laughs) Yeah, the
1: the sport does not stop. It's always being played somewhere in the world. So the. The way I think a lot of American soccer fans um, get frustrated. I mean, maybe the people who are like the uh, experts. I guess I'm sure there's not a word for expert, but the people who are deeply embedded in the game when they see journalism from the perspective of like let let let's show Americans what's happening here. We we get a little bit like we feel it's like oh, aren't we are we above this? Can we move forward in in? treating us with like kid gloves and, and let's talk about the sport in a very, um, may, maybe it doesn't have to be exactly the way it is in, in Europe, but I think that's the, I guess that's my question. It's like, is it fun to do that kind of work of like, to talk to the American audience like they're children, to so so to speak?
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's, I feel you. I mean, there's a, I think there's probably a parallel to like, uh, to, you know, to music in that way where it's like, ah, this thing I love. Which I feel like is successful, respective of, irrespective of whether you mainstream, whether the MSM, <laughs> whether the elite media right, right, right. cares that I uh, that that this band is super popular globally. You know, like the fact that the you're describing the conflict of I want people to treat us as legitimate on our own. We don't want to be condescended to, but we also want to be included. Right, and I think that is a. Uh, that's that's hard. That's hard. I mean, look, the reality of like general sports talk television is, it's a mile wide and an inch deep, right? So you're covering a million things, and it's meant to sort of Don't simulate. I know this. It's, meant to <laughs> it's 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 a weird fetish, man. Um, <laughs> uh, it's specific, <laughs> and there's dozens. Of us. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- but there is there's a certain um, like unavoidable shallowness to it. And then what you just hope in general is that you uh, don't embarrass yourself, and it turns out that it's harder than it seems sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> don't I know that from this weekend?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, so uh, this is a... I wanted to bring this up and just uh, get your response. I'm I, I I'm sure you've addressed this. Uh, you yes. You but this is uh, this is a very out of context clip that I'm gonna play of of uh, pardon the interruption yes. on ESPN. and I mean the legendary Tony Kornheiser, uh discussing. Uh, Messi, Lionel Messi playing in Major League Soccer, and when I think soccer, I don't think Tony Kornheiser. <laughs> and look, in, I'm not gonna play it, but in the before this this moment, Tony Kornheiser is very adamantly saying he is not a soccer guy. He is not interested. He's also annoyed by people who are re- who really love the sport. He is so Kornheiser <laughs> is extraordinary,
0: and I respect this. And and we should all do this. I should do more of it. He's just very transparent yeah. about like, what he likes and dislikes and what he knows and doesn't know. And me, in this clip, which is, I can see in the runtime, way too short to do me justice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, we're chose- why we chose this. Very good.
0: <laughs> it's revenge, your so- exact revenge on
1: Levitard, on yeah. me, I get it. Um, well, but- listen to this, you gas man. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a- this is just a five-second moment, but everybody will understand what's going on when you, when you hear it.
0: Because Leo Messi has done this Everywhere he did this in the Premier League. He- and there it is. <laughs> there it is. We don't need to play the whole clip. <laughs> uh. So, so here is what <laughs> happens after this: is that I wily coyote myself, and I realize, oh, not true. And so, what I said was, of course, like in the Champions League. I mentioned the Champions League explicitly. Yes.
1: He's gone to these buildings and beaten these teams. He, he definitely. Humiliated Premier League club. Yes. And so, and so,
0: and again, when I say that I like fucking saw uh, Messi play at the World Cup final, and I, when I say that I've like, of course, when I, I realize now that like the other time I saw Messi, I was eating chicken fingers, so not the greatest defense of me. <laughs> Which, but the point is, before you bring up you, that shit, you missed a pretty famous goal. <laughs> the point is, I knew
1: what I was doing. I play FIFA. It's not like. <laughs> So if we can just get into this. Yeah. Exactly. So this I, yes, this is uh, when Messi it finally arrives. So
0: I went to go see Leo Messi. So I was like, I was in Miami. Mike Ryan, um, of course, like uh, inter-Miami booster, mm-hmm. <laughs> allows me to sit with him field level. Mm-hmm. And just for people who don't understand what it's like, to f- I've never been to this uh, to this building. It feels like a temporary, almost like, Temporary World Cup in Brazil kind of yeah, building right, where it's right. like this is someone was apologetic on the way and they're like this is not what's going to be like. <laughs>
2: yeah, like when are we, taking, right, when cool. are we taking the scaffolding down? No, that is the building.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I walk in and I am surprised given this uh, description on the front end that they have an, an excellent spread food wise. Oh, okay. I'm starving. I had just gotten off work. And so, uh, I guess what you'll play here is what happens after I decide <laughs>
2: yeah, to. Yeah, which I'm sure all of our fans and that. listeners and viewers know. But I mean, what an absolute this movie! Will, I mean, this is uh, this was this is Messi. the game against
1: Azul right? Just to confirm. Yes. Do you remember this game? This okay. was, I believe, the it was the home
0: opener, no.
2: or the, his, no, debut, was, home his, his, his home debut. His home debut. Yeah, so the game against Kudusatsu. And You think to yourself, imagine Messi scores a goal in his home debut. And he just so happens to do it. We're going to show this. <laughs> so, and, okay. and then we'll see what you were doing. in that, so the combination is a We all remember the free moment. kick.
1: It was, it was unbelievable. It was a great moment. And it was a, uh, an incredible start to Beckham Messi's cried. MLS Korea. <laughs> <laughs> Beckham <laughs> cried. whole Beckham family was in tears, they, everybody couldn't believe what they saw. And this is the moment after the goal was scored.
0: So you can see the smoke and stuff. Yeah, everyone's celebrating. Yeah,
1: Pablo's...
3: You
0: You can see, there are like clips in which you see me burst out from that like eating area because it's like a a sweet thing and so, a sweet, sweet, um, both (laughs) terms valid here. Um, I throw the door open because I was watching this happen literally holding a plate of chicken fingers. (laughs) Watching this through the glass. Now, you'll forgive me because while I'm not a soccer expert, My math—and again, I'm not great at statistics, as the Pablo Torres example shows, maybe, but I was, like, the safest time to get some chicken fingers. (laughs) is at the very beginning of the game. Mm -hmm. Like, what are the odds? What are the odds (laughs) that the very first thing he does in his home debut— is this tremendous goal that turns out to be, I guess, historic um, in this sense. (laughs) I do
2: want to correct you, though. Uh, There are no stoppages in soccer, so I would say there's one halftime, obviously. I would say the safest time is before the game starts. (laughs) Not when Messi is lining up to take one of the most single iconic
0: goals. Listen, what you don't know is how good those (laughs) (laughs) chickens are. And the good news for me was that there were more goals that day. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I saw those. And um I
1: also had more chicken fingers. <laughs> I
2: was gonna say there were also more chicken fingers. There we go. So it's
1: it is a um I mean it's a great moment uh captured and Chris Cody captured. I was this. I was yeah, it was
0: ironic to be Captured by Chris Cody as I was being the most like Chris Cody I had ever been. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like f- truly like f- like that meme of a dad like carrying a bunch of like <laughs> plates and stuff yeah. and like a vacuum cleaner. That was me with chicken fingers. Also, I mean.
2: just to say, like when I found out when I saw this clip, I was like, no, I get it.
1: Chicken fingers <laughs> over a goal. We're you can so see goals any good. day of the week. I mean, right? they must have been good because, I mean, I... I'm trying to think of when it comes to stadium food. We've been to a lot of stadiums and, and, and some of the soccer stadiums have some pretty good uh uh sprites. Spreads. Hospitality spreads Hospitality, right. Like, I mean, the first one that comes to mind and I've never been there for an NFL game, but uh Mercedes Benz Stadium. or oh, Atlanta United oh, that, yeah. matches. What I mean the best I think I've been around, I think... Um, you got a Chick-fil-A in there, too. They yeah, do. They but do. not
2: open during NFL games, because
0: they're on right. Sunday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> because of the bigotry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. If they could just get past that little part. Uh, are you are you at least willing to meet us halfway? <laughs> <laughs> so, the... Um, yeah. We'll concuss them. Does that yeah. make it okay yeah. in- <laughs> Yeah, the I mean uh what was it? Minnesota
2: United had a pretty Minnesota trend. had a pretty good spread. We've we've seen LAFC's uh, suites sweet pretty great. LAFC's are pretty
1: good. Okay. Yeah. Um all right, I want a couple other things. I want Yeah, let's
2: talk about like the the world of uh sports television. Sure. Um you still do work with ESPN?
1: Yes, right? I do around
0: the horn and PTI still on a okay. freelance basis. I show up uh, every week and put myself at risk of being memed by asshole soccer fans.
3: Yeah, 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 <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. all right. You're talking to two of them right
2: here, <laughs> We run those
1: accounts. Anything but, uh, for the <laughs> clicks.
0: <laughs> Follow us at Pablo Torrey Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. People still get in my mentions about that, by the way. Really? About the Premier League thing? Yeah, and I'm like, look, I get it, of course. Um, what's saddest to me is that my only move is to be the sad person who's <laughs> responding
1: like, "There's more context. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, there's uh, more uh, to it." Yeah, <laughs> I, said, I mentioned the Champions League. Uh, if, it's just you know, like, I think oh, for, God. For, for us, soccer brings a a level of uh, of joy and and community that I, you know, that that's why I I, I love basketball. I'm a big Knicks fan, but it never. Provided the community that I think you know, I'm an NYCFC. We're both NYCFC fans. That provided that it's just something that's very, very different. Is there any like if we can't make you a diehard soccer fan? Mm. What is the the thing that that brings out that diehard soccer fandom in you? Uh, yeah, in yeah, sport, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, when Asian people do stuff, let's go. <laughs> just any Asian doing anything.
0: Manny Pacquiao was that for me. Yeah, like talked really. about. I mentioned before, like. Um speaking of uh, problematic people in terms of just like their beliefs about homophobia, who I'm yeah. just like, never mind that. <laughs> this chicken sandwich is awesome. Yeah, uh, like, Manny Pacquiao. Bro, man. this dude's
2: taking a lot of punches to
3: the head. Just...
0: <laughs> it's unfortunate that he was literally elected senator. Yeah. And so it became even more I was like, come on. Didn't
2: man. he also release like a like a ballads album?
0: Oh, yeah. So I covered him. <laughs> so the first story ever did for sports illustrated was a Manny Pacquiao profile. Um, it was the first real magazine feature I ever wrote. Um, because I was like, yo, I I, I think this guy is good. And I know that because I feel my body like electrify. Yeah. I cry when they sing the national anthem before his fights and he goes and beats up a Mexican dude. Yeah. The executioner, <laughs> by the way, it's not a random like.
1: Right, right. Literally, yeah. he, nah, he was, he was a racist. It wasn't racist. <laughs> he was concussing weird. those Mexicans
2: yeah. consensually. You're like, I cried. I felt it. I felt so passionate when he beat up Mexican dudes. He meant because right. he, he not, had to fight it, so many Mexican guys. In yes. the ring, not yeah. at the border. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Just clarify. Although, although, if you've heard some of his thoughts, yeah. I don't think you'd be opposed to going to the border and doing it
3: again. Oh, my God. Uh, but,
0: but, and likewise, by the way, when he got knocked out by Marquez and he became a meme, mm-hmm. I was like, mm, this doesn't feel good. Um, but so that was, though, as I mentioned before, like what I didn't feel in soccer playing FIFA, I did feel like, oh, this is my avatar. Yeah. You know, like I felt like he represented me, it was emotional, and he did in all the genetic and ancestral ways. Um, but that has just blossomed into pretty much anybody I can find trace amounts of Asian in. Okay. Are like you um, just
2: watching the Jabberwockies dance like this?
3: Filipinos. <laughs> you know? Absolutely.
0: Yes. Yeah. Beneath
2: those masks yeah. is this face.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Just All know, of them. All
2: of them. Bro, growing up, I used to go to a lot of Filipino parties and I'm like, y'all sure you're not Jamaican? Bro, there's some of this dancing. It was basement parties we sweating. Yes. It was crazy. So, so okay. every dad would rip the door off their daughter's bedroom. <laughs> 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 this was a common thing. Every. Every woman, every young woman in a Filipino house I grew up going to had beads or a curtain for mm. a door because the dad was pissed off they had a boyfriend <laughs> and would rip the door off the hey, hinges.
0: Dude. My daughter's four, but that door <laughs> is getting. Un- uh.
2: <laughs> You're practicing, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Um, but so, but to your point about like the Filipino rituals at a party, like when I profiled Manny Pacquiao, I was embedded in his entourage. I was, like, blended in as a Filipino dude among literally 40 Filipino dudes. Yeah. And covering boxing, by the way, is the best because you just – because they don't care. You'll go to, like, a party at their hotel room, and it's just like, oh, the journalist is here. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get punched in the head professionally. Yeah. Don't hide the drugs, dude. No, it's for real. Like, just like, yeah. there's a bar. We're going to set up a bar at the de- – It was. It was. um, It felt like almost famous to me. I was like, "Oh, this is the. This is how I got hooked into sports writing. As like this. As this calling was. I get to do this, and I get to like, be in these rooms. And so anyway, so part of what happened was uh, Manny Pacquiao would just sing karaoke all of the time. (laughs) It's not what you expect. And so he has a terrible voice. Yeah, (laughs) but he is Filipino, and so he loves it. He has a number one album, though. Yeah, he has. He has. So much um, success as a recording artist (laughs) that has nothing to do with his actual (laughs) ability to sing, Um, and so the other thing I did because Filipinos love several things: um, unhinging the doors of their daughters, um, karaoke, and basketball. Mm -hmm. Basketball. I mean, Filipinos we love basketball despite the fact that basketball does not love us, Mm. right? So. He does not compliment the- It's it's so, so as a matter of fact, like in the Filipino Basketball, uh, the Philippine Basketball Association, um, there are rules around like number of imports. And I believe there used to be, I have to check if it still is in place of like a height requirement almost of like, because we're not, again, statistically speaking, it's not friendly to us this game. (laughs) However, Manny Pacquiao loves it. And I recommend that all of us at some point uh, just revisit- um, footage that's on YouTube of Manny Pacquiao shooting a jumper because it's a catapult. It's incredible. He's just punching the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but I say this because in the course of doing this reporting and I covered him and I covered his later Mayweather Pacquiao fight for ESPN as well, um, as part of an entourage embedded member, um, I played pickup with Manny and again, upwards of 40 other Filipino dudes. And um, these games... <laughs> Wait, these did he games, play in the... Filipino Basketball Association. Uh, I can't tell if this is an exhibition. Let or
2: me, if we
1: just mute it so we can just look at the highlights. As a side note, like
0: one of the teams is Blackwater, and I'm like, I don't know if that's the military yeah, contractor. Yeah. Or <laughs> the Derby Scale? Or yeah, maybe a very weird <laughs> sponsor to have. But that's Manny Pacquiao shooting a three, um, which way just like
2: it looks like if your four-year-old daughter threw something. Yes,
0: Your <laughs> four-year-old daughter whose doors now beads. Yeah. If, she, if she was asked to shoot at three, um, it would look like Manny Pacquiao
1: shooting at three. It uh, went in. But this is like basically Obama playing basketball. No, so, like it's you, like, so it's a worse than that. Okay, no, Obama, my, his it, shot
0: kind of went. No, 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 but I'm, I'm as
1: far as how people defend against yeah, him. Yeah,
0: so that was my point actually, it was that when I played pickup with him, it was actually like playing hockey with Vladimir Putin. <laughs> It was like, he's going to score a million goals yeah. and all of us are going to nod like it's right, actually right, Or being there. in an
2: uncle-killing contest with Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to let him win,
0: you know? <laughs> okay. I mean, my man,
1: he got moves. He, he has, but in, in
0: yeah, he's, by the way, one of the greatest athletes of all time. Um, the greatest calves, I would argue, in sports history. Oh, well, um, I mean, that, that's high
1: praise coming from someone uh, like you. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Um, but this dude um, is also uh, a dictator at times, <laughs> ideologically,
1: and in terms of uh, how he is defended. Right, right, yeah. I mean, he lost the ball there, and uh, yeah, that guy, that guy's never he, been he, seen again. He's, <laughs>
3: he's, he's not seen his family. Again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay shout so out to I don't
1: everybody. know why I started talking about. Oh, it's who
0: I root for, right right, right? right, right. It was Pacquiao was, I think, the most. I haven't had a to sound like a eugenicist. I haven't had a full-blooded Filipino. <laughs> i really captured my heart in that way
1: since, um, and I'm hope I'm hopeful. Okay, did you uh, by any chance did you watch um, uh, or get a chance to see the the Filipino uh, women's national team during the women's World Cup? Yes, because they had an uh, incredible story, a historic uh, run,
0: a historic run um, in terms of accomplishment, and also an amazing story in terms of how that team was assembled. Right, right. A lot of like,
2: American college students.
0: Yeah, and some, some, again, and this is the trick of like. I mentioned the diaspora and all that stuff. But, like, what do you do when you're the Philippines and you're starving? Like, the Philippines love sports, obviously. So what do you do when you're starving for athletic success? But also, um, in order to get that success, you need to be creative in terms of who's on your roster. So, like, the Philippine basketball um, national team, like, Andre Blatch was on the team. Um, Former Washington Wizards center who is— a very sad uh, person to elevate your national program. <laughs> He's not Filipino at all, but they passed legislation to make him a naturalized citizen. Right. So anyway, in the world of soccer, I was like, oh, I, I know how this works. Mm-hmm. But what was my, there's a great story, I think on Yahoo, um, Yahoo Sports about how it was assembled. I was jealous of this story. I didn't know about it. Um, it's a couple of dudes just like literally posting on message boards. Like combing the bios of like yeah. co- to your points college soccer teams in America and truly being like, I see a trace amount of Filipino right. in that person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then reaching out and finding out that, oh, some of them, they, they are containing those trace amounts and they would love to play in the Olympics and that's how that team came together and it was fucking wild yeah, for the yeah, world yeah. cup it was world cup, wild it yeah, was yeah. so Kinda
3: awesome
1: uh yeah look similar to the premier league gaff you know what i mean yeah. this guy uh, <laughs> but the 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 uh, i i recommend i don't know if you have heard uh, between two worlds it's the podcast from uh, meg reyes yes. Uh, yes 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 and and so if people uh, Yeah, she also covered this it's it's a really it's an amazing great uh, story. Uh, uh uh podcast series about it so uh, so i like i like hearing that i mean i i think the you know everybody gets into the sport in their own uh way and, and a lot of times you know it's why we have world cups to begin with it is it is uh, the display of the sport it's how you get new fans most uh especially american fans are always like oh i got into soccer because of the 2008 world cup or 2012 and and there was a player they liked and then uh they, they ended up getting uh, uh you know uh hooked um so yeah kyle you know. beckerman radicalized me right
0: right yeah. <laughs> people often say that I mean, the, those dreads those yeah dreads, i wrote a bro, story about bro. kyle beckerman's dreads if you couldn't tell i was like that guy man
2: <laughs> so Oh, um well, they really put you on some wild assignments
1: <laughs> no. Go to Manus yeah, yeah. Talk about a white guy with dreads. Well we're really gonna get a lot of soccer fans this way. Um Pablo, we have to we have to wrap up, but I mean we have so much to this guy. I, I hopefully we might have one time for a game of FIFA. I don't know. Oh, maybe man, maybe you, maybe you, maybe be, you
0: beat me as Street Fighter at the holiday party.
1: Yeah. And th- which is why I wore this shirt. Uh I noticed. <laughs> There we Sonic boomed my ass. You got, unfortunately, got, I got this shirt of a uh, Guillaume. But yeah. I would like to exact my revenge at some point. Okay, when I don't have to go to work yeah. <laughs> for <laughs> our for our oppressive. We'll, we'll invite you boss. back and and we'll get some uh, a game of FIFA in. Uh, so uh, you so you can try to get your revenge. So I, I can play I, as Leo I... Messi and not uh, make that mistake
0: ever
1: again. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Pablo, uh, everybody, just go check out Pablo Tory Finds
2: Imagine out. Imagine your team scores a goal while you're getting chicken fingers. <laughs> when be hilarious! I, I'm gonna break
0: chicken fingers <laughs> and play
2: got, against you. I'm gonna hold you. them behind you. the whole time. Like,
0: Come on, dude. This is my this th- that is my fetish. <laughs> all
3: right.
1: Personally. Well, you know what this show's about: <laughs>
2: uh, pleasing our
1: guests Um, go follow at uh, Pablo Finds Out on all socials on yes. on, on X, Twitter. Uh, on Instagram and, and go do that. Follow Pablo Torre it's a great everywhere as well. Yeah, Inhale no, my gas. <laughs> yeah, <I would> say. <laughs> it's Please. great work. I, I especially I mean you, you we had Dave uh, Sampson in yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, recently and it was great and it was and uh, now it's, we Skipper we got to get Skipper on here as well because Skipper, I love John
0: Skipper authentically loved like. So my on my team at work like Ryan Cortez is now a Tottenham he's yes. been radicalized over the pandemic my brother by the way also like I'm surrounded by people who just like love Tottenham now Ugh. John yeah. Skipper is one of those people but he goes way back and so like he he is a he is, he's he's very busy man former most powerful person in the world of sports um ran the most profitable media business in history right. of media he will walk by a screen playing a Tottenham game and just stop and watch that's how we get them in here. <laughs> so honestly we got a TVs a of laptops on a, yeah. no we TV got TV on
2: a on a fishing pole <laughs> just playing <laughs> <laughs> highlights from the
1: 80s that's right we uh, we did get to meet uh, uh skipper with with um grant wall grant wall yes. the late grant oh, wall He invited rate, us man. to um uh what's, what's the bar uh smithfield, smithfield yep. and we would watch games and that's where we met skipper but uh, watching uh the episodes with uh, with that uh, with skipper and samson are i are literally one of the most informative shows about sports. I can't get oh, enough Oh, Sporting of it. Class. Yeah. To, it's absolutely remarkable. I um, love doing that with them.
0: They are both deeply, um, like, actually intimately knowledgeable about things. Like, it's... Yeah. To me, as I, I said on the show once before, it's like rich guy only fans. Right, right. <laughs> like,
1: tell me what it's like yeah.
0: when you're buying a billion dollar contract.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's a, And it's a little... Um, Yin and Yang between no them, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah and, and, and you know, and then you have to be the yeah. Sort of one knows how to
2: say it in public, and the other one could
1: care less.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I love them both. Yeah, yeah, but
0: it's a great dynamic, um, sporting class. Um, but no, thank you guys. This has been legitimately like uh, super fun for me, thank and I'm you. glad to uh, you know exercise some demons. Um, that may or may not still be in my mentions. So. <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. Well, it's about to go
3: up. <laughs> 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 Maybe there'll be some kind ones too. Everybody be nice love, to the Pablo. Love a kind demon. The soccer, yeah.
1: the soccer community. Yeah. Uh, Pablo Torre, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Everybody, uh, follow us at soccer cooligans on all social channels. Uh, you know, uh, be kind to us as well. Hit the subscribe. That's right. That'd be great. Hit they the deserve susp- it. Hit hit the subscribe button, uh, uh share the podcast, tell your friends. Uh, we, we all love Pablo, so let people know. Hey, Pablo uh, was on the Cooligans uh in in what might be a, a pornography studio. so right. uh, we'll, Definitely. We'll see what happens. Also, on- Marcus, if you see us in your store in Orlando, don't hold it against us. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> okay. okay. Join the Patreon yeah. for the exclusive Pablo content that you really want to see. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All, right. All right. We'll be back uh, soon, everybody. Love Cheers. you guys.
2: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger